0: If you put me in that den of crap, you wouldn't like me either, because I'd be covered in crap.
1: The future's toughest cop is Katie Coltrane. I'm back. And now, she's getting a new partner. (laughs) His name is Teddy. Hit me. It's a dinosaur. You two have
0: solved this case together. What? What? It's a dinosaur! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Style Guide Podcast with your host Dave Morris and Stephen Ray. Or how are you today, steve I'm great, Dave.
1: I am excited for today's podcast.
0: I am as well. I I realized—did you hear my my like hesitation in the intro today? I don't know what it was, but something. Yeah, I wanted to I make thought, like a joke or something.
1: Well, there's no joke that can be made about the topic of today's podcast. It's no laughing matter
0: yeah I think that's why I like was like i'm gonna and then I was like,' no, I'm just gonna say welcome um yeah, so today's podcast is i think gonna be a rather exciting one. it is a another one of our actor profiles which uh which I'm starting to enjoy more and more uh and uh I think one of the things I like about our actor profiles is that we we sort of like get. Some, we picked, like, more obscure actors to profile, not necessarily the actors you think people would want to profile. With the exception of Julia Roberts, but I think that was more unusual just the fact that it was us profiling Julia Roberts. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and today is, uh, is I'm going to say somewhat of an exception because this is an unusual person to profile, but, it sh- they, but, but they shouldn't be unusual.
1: But the amount of mystery you're putting into this is
0: great. I know, I'm trying to build it up mysteriously, even though people have clearly read the title of the episode and know that today's episode is about the one and only Whoopi Goldberg.
1: Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, yes. Whoopi, uh,
0: yes. Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Also known as as Karen Johnson.
1: Is that really her her name? name. (laughs) Yeah, Karen Johnson.
0: But she's known by Whoopi Goldberg.
1: I don't like that name at all.
0: You don't like Karen Johnson?
1: well not for Whoopi. yeah Whoopi's a way better name yeah i mean Whoopi is the name that sounds like who she is karen sounds like the petite terrified blonde woman from daredevil
0: yeah in, in her defense uh karen is spelt kind of cool like c-a-r-y-n
1: uh like lauren hill
0: yeah, exactly. So it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool way to spell it. But still, Whoopi Goldberg is her actual name now. Uh, that she's sort of given herself and earned herself. Anywho, uh and I I think she, actually she, she earned? Yeah, she earned it. She 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 uh she got given that name actually by it was like a nickname sort of thing for her, because so, like a whoopee cushion and she was funny like a whoopee cushion. And so she started going by Whoopi.
1: Okay, okay, that makes more sense to me. I it it's weird with names where where an actor has taken on a name later on in life where they get to choose i i always find that such a strange sort of phenomenon because you don't earn a name in in western culture you get given one at at birth and you're stuck with it and and that's the way it goes you're dave i'm steve and that's that's forever the way it shall be
0: uh huh indeed
1: Anyway, I just I just appreciate the ability to pick up your own name. That's all. Anyway, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, what a wonderful woman. Uh, I uh, yeah, I I want to see where you want to start here because I have somewhere I'd like to start, but I want I want to let you lead this one.
1: So, Whoopi is such an interesting actress for me. Uh, she she has done such a range of films and started in actually a an incredibly dark and dramatic place to, to have her then move uh, to the kind of sister act or the Eddie or the Lion King characters that she plays later in life, Mm -hmm. I I think is such an incredible range for an actress who I wouldn't have, if you, if you asked me to talk about actresses with a lot of range, I wouldn't have thought of Whoopi at first.
0: Okay. Uh, So, so she's, it's a surprising amount of range. Well, I I guess like you, you just wouldn't expect it.
1: Well, when I think of Whoopi Goldberg, I think mostly I'm. I go, oh yeah, you know Whoopi who the the comic who who was on Star Trek. Like that's kind of the image I have of her. And and I forget that she was in Corinna Corinna or she was in the color purple and and played some some very interesting and hard roles.
0: So this this is exactly similar to where I wanted to start with Whoopi is uh, but I call this the seven whoopies. I think there are I think <laughs> there are seven seven Whoopi Goldbergs. And not I don't mean that as like there are seven people pretending to be Whoopi, or she's like shakespeare where there's all these different uh people who make up Whoopi, uh and not that she's necessarily different uh but i think there's seven ways in to Whoopi goldberg if that makes sense like seven ways you can you that that the introductions to Whoopi goldberg it, like there's seven different ways that people were introduced to Whoopi goldberg so you're aware you sound a lot like abed right now right Sure, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Uh, um, <laughs> but, okay. but but no. So tell but, me more about looking, the seven whoopies. Okay, so I was thinking about Whoopi Goldberg and my like relationship to Whoopi Goldberg, and I was like, oh, clearly, I my in my first introduction to Whoopi Goldberg was Sister Act, like that's how I, I remember meeting Whoopi Goldberg, and then I was like, oh wait, no, 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 that was actually not my introduction. It was it was like the comic relief, uh, stand up comedy specials that like you know would be on tv when the family was home and we'd watch them that was my first intro oh wait no wait actually it was when i saw her in ghost that was it that was the uh that was the introduction and then it was i was realizing like oh my goodness i've been introduced and reintroduced to Whoopi goldberg in different ways uh through my whole life
1: okay that i mean that makes sense i mean there are there are a bunch of different uh whoopies out there and so so you've decided that there are seven or is that just a nice round number
0: well i think i found six and then i added one more just to make it seven
1: (laughs) solid (laughs) so you're on
0: to me yeah yeah you're on to me okay so uh so here like the first i want to talk about do you want to go through these seven whoopies with me
1: let's do it let's go through your seven whoopies
0: well i think it's a nice way to also like kind of look at look at her career uh as a as a as an incredible uh woman in hollywood Okay. Uh so I think the first the first one I think we should start with is is comic relief. Right. Which is the stand up comedian Whoopi Goldberg. Right. Which I which I think is where she also kind of got her start, right? Like her start was um if I remember what I read about her correctly, was when she did like a one woman comedy show where she like did all these different characters and stuff. And then Mike Nichols of all people, uh one of the old founding members of the Compass Players and stuff, uh Improviser. Found her and put her show on Broadway, and then that kind of got her career started as a stand up comedian. Um, Was her first kind of introduction to, uh, I guess, fame. Would you call it fame? Yeah. Let's call it fame. Yeah. Yeah. Her first introduction to fame. And And then from that was when Steven Spielberg saw her and asked her to be in The Color Purple, which is kind of a cool little, little, uh, link there but i think that the stand-up comedian Whoopi goldberg is the first Whoopi goldberg i remember have you ever seen her do stand-up
1: i don't think that i actually have
0: yeah because you're a little just just enough younger than me
1: yeah no i don't think i've ever seen her
0: yeah because she was like that 80s comedian like uh her and like howie mandel and billy crystal i think were they the three that Mm -hmm. ran comic relief
1: that makes sense and and, you know, it. maybe I have seen her because I know that I watched Billy Crystal and Howie Mandel do stand-up. And Howie Mandel, for a long time, I followed a lot of what he did. So I feel like I I must have at some point seen Whoopi, but it hasn't stuck with me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but that was like, I think, the, the one of the, the, the big things about Whoopi Goldberg that uh, I often forget was that she was a stand-up comedian. And then I remember that that's how I first saw her.
1: Yeah, well and and it makes a lot of sense some of the some of the roles she gets and the kind of actress that she she is. Um, she really plays a comic uh, in in some of her roles and and very well. She's very good at it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. She's very funny. She's a very funny person. She's funny. Uh, and she is herself a character. Yeah, she is herself like a car- a character of a person. Um so that was that's one of the whoopies, the stand-up comedian.
1: Well and if I recall, uh, I was re watching Eddie, uh, because boy do I love that movie. And the it opens with a bunch of uh limo and maybe even cab drivers, uh listening to her on the radio uh calling the basketball game. And yeah. I think the the limo drivers were all just um uh cameos by a bunch of minor comedians something like that. So, like uh, she,
0: yeah. she
1: does have connections to the to the stand-up world that you kind of see in some of her uh 90s work. Mm-hmm. David Letterman was yeah. in Eddie, I think. So.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like that's the first Whoopi that I that I that I think I was ever introduced to is the comedian Whoopi. Okay. Yeah. Can you guess what one of the other Whoopis is?
1: See see this is this is um
0: is this hard? Is this too hard for you a, to try and guess a, what kind of it's, are?
1: it's a weird question because is is singing sister act whoopee a different whoopee? Yes. Okay.
0: I call singing sister act whoopee. Originally, I was like, it's the musical theater whoopee, and I was like, no, that's not true. It's the family whoopee. You know, the family film whoopee Goldberg. Who is in Sister Act. She was in Lion King. Uh, what was the other? like? Fa- she had some family movies where she plays like voices for things because she's got such a unique voice. Uh, and Sister Act where she plays like this like kind of fun character that a whole family can watch and enjoy and root for, you know. So the, the family film Whoopi Goldberg, which is a very different Whoopi than the stand-up comedian Whoopi Goldberg.
1: Is it really? Do you... I don't know. There, there's something about uh, her playing the hyena or one of the hyenas in The Lion King that screams to me, kind of the same sort of comic relief whoopee.
0: Really? So yeah. would you put the hyena? In, would you put the hyena in with the comic relief whoopee, or sister act in with the comic relief whoopee?
1: Uh, I would put the hyena in. In yeah, I'd put the hyena in because in sister act she's not actually singing, right? Yeah, she is. She is. That's her. Wow, she has an incredible yeah, yeah. voice.
0: I know Whoopi Goldberg is amazing. She's a quadruple threat, man. <laughs> probably, probably. Actually, you know what? She's a quintuple. No, she's a she's a septuple. So yeah, the sixth seven, one is being
1: a daytime <laughs> talk show host. <laughs> is that what it-
0: uh, well, wait, we'll wait. Hey, don't get ahead of ourselves. We're on. We got a list here of seven Whoopies that I want to go through. <laughs> sorry. So sorry, the other whoopie, sorry. I call her the Family whoopie. Family, fa- family, film whoopie. Family film Whoopi, which is which I put Lion King in with, but you know what? I would let you throw Lion King in with comedian Whoopi because it was, you know, more of a, a, a the fact that she was a comedian kind of helped make that, work work for her.
1: Yeah, different than her in, um, let's see, family. Would would you say Rat Race was a comedy? Like a family comedy?
0: Uh, you know, I have never seen Rat Race, so I'll leave that up to you. But i I would I would say it probably is. <laughs> like well, like 'cause when I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about like the family family side of Whoopi Goldberg, I'm thinking of like Little Rascals where she plays like Buckwheat's mom and stuff like that. Like little little things that she did in all these kind of family movies. Okay. Or uh what was another one? Oh, I had another one that I was gonna mention that I've already lost and forgotten because she's been in so many freaking movies. Do you mean movies? The
1: Page Master?
0: Was she in the page master? That counts. That counts as family whoopie. Yeah. Family whoopie. But yeah, so she's like, you know, done some uh, some family film stuff. So there's like so, a very different kind of whoopee. The same like the kind of how Snoop Dogg has multiple sides to him.
1: Yeah. So like you're when you say family, you mean like more like the kids the kids' movies.
0: Yeah, movies that a whole family watches together. So, not right. like okay. necessarily cartoons, but like uh, family films. Because, like, and this is what I mean by the seven whoopies. There's seven different ways that people were introduced to Whoopi Goldberg. You right. You know, like some of us met her through the stand up comedy Whoopi, and some of us met her through these family film Whoopi Goldberg things, like how kids got to know her, you know, like, like I, I, i i think of her as both because i saw the comedian when i was a young kid and didn't really get the comedy of it but then i also remember sister act and lion king and that's how i knew Whoopi goldberg
1: right okay
0: know what i'm saying No, i saying? know what
1: you're saying so i w- i would say that your third one and i don't know why i've decided this is definitively third but it is yeah it would be it would be gynan
0: which one gynan
1: from star trek
0: yeah, so I called this the nerd Whoopi Goldberg. Because <laughs> that's how some nerds got introduced to Whoopi Goldberg as uh, uh But also, this is the thing that I loved when I was reading about Whoopi. Is, uh, do you know her Star Trek uh, fandom?
1: I I do I do? It came from uh, seeing uh, Uhura on the original series, and she she was so amazed that there was a person of color on uh, on her television in a leading role, right?
0: Yeah, that was it. There's a, a black woman on the bridge. I think is what she said, and so she was like, it was an inspiration to her. So to, that led her into her lifelong fandom of uh, of Star Trek, which is uh, amazing. That and then she ended up being guided. and I think she even asked. Like it was a, it was like her agent tried to set that up for her to be a recurring role in Star Trek because she loves Star Trek, which I think is the nerdiest thing about Whoopi Goldrick. <laughs> she sells marijuana and she loves Star Trek.
1: And she is such a delight in that series. She
0: she is uh, she is a wonderful character in that series. And I think that's actually my one of my favorite Whoopi's is the is Guinan, where she plays like this really wise and kind uh, bartender.
1: Well, it's it's a fun role.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you, you I, I wouldn't say that that was definitively my third whoopee. I would have put another one in between that one. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, I would have put another one in between that one, which is kind of like a crossover whoopee. It's not quite. I, this is one that I, I, I'd be okay deleting this category and making it only six whoopies. But I feel like it it deserves to be there, which is the the dramedy whoopee Goldberg. The drama slash comedy, where the, where she's doing both, you know, which is the ghost. Ghost, yeah. Otome, o- o- which is Otome. Uh, maybe even Corinna Corinna uh, oh, will go really? into that one. Maybe. it's I don't know if she's quite funny enough in that film, but she seems pretty funny in that film, where she's playing like the, the comic relief in a drama, but also having very dramatic moments, where she's showing like her, her range as an actor.
1: So would you put this, would would that be How Stella Got Her Groove Back as well?
0: Uh, You know, uh, I haven't seen that one. What do you think?
1: Well, I mean, the the thing about How Stella Got Her Groove Back, like the role she plays is, like it is kind of a, a drama-y film, a romantic drama. And she plays the kind of comic-y character. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would say if there's a dramedy Whoopi Goldberg, How Stella Got Her yeah. Groove Back, she fits.
0: Yeah, because I was looking at it and I was like, well, a Ghost isn't the comic relief Whoopi. You know, and it's not necessarily the family friendly whoopee because it's like you know a pretty mature film. There's like a whole sex scene over uh, over some pottery um, between two women, no less. Um, and uh, so it's not really like the family whoopee. It's definitely not the nerdy whoopee, right? Uh, so I put it in the dramedy whoopee because Wait, it's I'm not sorry. drama. Yeah,
1: sorry. There's a sex scene in Ghost between two women over pottery.
0: Yeah oh my love you know when they're making the pottery my dog, the most famous scene from ghost where yeah, it's patrick where, Swayze and demi moore where is the that women? it's actually it's actually Whoopi goldberg doing that scene with with uh with demi moore and patrick Swayze is like in her body no right and so no yeah. no he doesn't so, enter
1: Whoopi's body until until almost the end of the movie and the pottery scene happens much earlier
0: Oh, so it's not the pottery scene where they do the sex thing. Okay, yeah. it's later where they where they like hold hands and kiss and stuff like that. And it's yeah, Patrick like they're Swayze, gently but it's...
1: touching. It's but there's no sex. There's no okay. There's no there's anymore.
0: There's no sex. There's no sex, but it's sexy. You know, it's uh, a <laughs> it's not a child appropriate movie okay it's got to be pg-13 or something that's fair i will i will (laughs) accept
1: that i was just very confused because having just sat and watched that movie again i did not remember whoopi goldberg having sex with demi moore
0: but it's a good movie right isn't that isn't amazing how good of a movie that is
1: (laughs) it is it is a move we'll get back to that (laughs) okay okay
0: um so that's the drama comedy which is different from the next whoopi goldberg which is just the straight-up drama whoopi goldberg yeah which is The Color Purple or... Um, uh, girl Interrupted? Ooh, Girl Interrupted. Good point. I might even say that that was... Mm, yeah, no, that's the drama, Whoopi Goldberg. Even though she is kind of more the comic relief in that, hey?
1: Yeah, but it's, it's too much a drama story itself. And, you know, I think any time there are those kind of intense yeah. tears, you're, you're saying that's drama, Whoopi.
0: Yeah, that's drama, Whoopi. Where she actually is like, is like stretching her chops as like a real dramatic actress, which she is. And she's wonderful at it. You know? Yeah. So I think that's a very different Whoopi than the Ghost Whoopi Goldberg, where she's playing the comic relief. And the fact, this is the thing that, that boggles my mind about Whoopi the fact that she can do all of these different Whoopies so well. I say so well, even though she's done some pretty terrible movies. But, like, you know what I mean?
1: Like, you feel like she should have been in Space Jam. Like, she, she, like she's that She would have of... made it better.
0: She would have made it better.
1: I can't believe they're making a sequel.
0: Okay. Let's not get into so, Space Jam. Far... So then there's another whoopee. So we're at five whoopies right now. Oh, but continue. See,
1: and uh, and I'm on board with you this far. These five whoopies make sense to me. I'm, I they all seem like different Whoopi Goldbergs, and I'm on board with you. I have no idea where you're going with your last two.
0: All right. Well, here's the. the oh wait, sixth no, one, I do know which... one of them. Never mind. So, you know yeah. one of them. Which one is it? Which one's the next one?
1: Well, the next one is the talk show the the morning talk show yeah whoopee it's
0: talk show whoopee which is talk show host on the she's a host on the view (laughs) of all (laughs) things but um the talk show host whoopee which i'm also going to say fits in uh, it there's some cry i I wasn't sure about the oscar host whoopee whether that goes to comic whether that goes to comic relief or talk show host but i think the oscar hosting whoopee goes more to the comic relief because it's her being like like her old school comedian stuff. It's not really her being like the view lady hosting the Oscars, you know?
1: Yeah, like Billy Crystal is is comic relief Billy Crystal when he hosts the Oscars for sure.
0: Exactly. And so I think Whoopi falls in there. But the talk show host Whoopi, and actually I call this the the personality Whoopi. Um, where it's like her opinions on things and stuff like that, uh, which is part of which is the entertainment factor. So, like the personality of Whoopi Goldberg on morning talk shows is a very different Whoopi Goldberg than her dramatic acting or her drama dramedy acting or her comedy acting or any of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and Event- I,
0: yeah, yeah, go.
1: I have to say, this Whoopi is insufferable. the The personality Whoopi on the View, I. I cannot stand her, anything that she's doing on there, anything that anyone is doing on there. It is, it is terrible.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it, I, I find it hard to judge Whoopi based on that because it's just like a den of crap. <laughs> that, that is a perfect description for it. It is just an absolute den of crap. And you know what? If you put me in that den of crap, you wouldn't like me either. Because I'd be covered in crap.
1: I don't know. I liked Barack Obama when he was on there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're a good man, Stephen. Huh? Okay. Uh, there's one last whoopee.
1: Okay. This this has got to be nonsense. At this point, we have covered all of all of the whoopies that make sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, this is the whoopee that I think is is probably the the least. Uh, the least solid of my list of seven but i did put this on here before i had to add another one to make it seven just so you know this one was already on here okay. and then i was like eh, let's go dr- more drama comedy Whoopi. like that's that's like because that is a different Whoopi. no that was the one that made it seven and this is the uh the one i call the the icon the legend the inspirational Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> And you know what? You could say you could even add the word like activist in there. Whoopi Goldberg, the the Whoopi Goldberg that that uh, that stands for something as like a a beacon for uh, young women, uh, young black women in America to like look up to someone that did really well. You know, she like her her Oprah status, the Whoopi Goldberg Oprah status. Okay, because she was the second woman to win an Oscar for acting. The second black woman, sorry. Second right, black right, woman. Yes. Right. Uh, the first one was, um, I can't even remember because it was so long ago. Um, and that matters, right? And I think she was the, and, and it was for Ghost, right? That she won the Oscar for it?
1: That makes sense, yeah.
0: And she's also she's also the only person that's won like all four of the awards. Yeah, she's like, got uh, an EGOT. Yeah, What's that?
1: An EGOT, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony.
0: Who calls it an egot,
1: dude? It's a super common term.
0: Is it? I've never heard it before. So she's not the only one, but she's one of the few who've ever done. Yeah, it. Um, yeah. Uh, which is which? I think is incredible. Uh, and she's probably one of. She's probably like. Mm, I okay. Now I'm just talking out my butt because I don't know who else has won egots, <laughs> but I bet not. All, I bet very few of them are black women.
1: Uh one of them is your favorite Mel Brooks.
0: Your favorite Mel Brooks. You mean?
1: Mel Brooks is awesome.
0: Yeah, see, I don't like Mel Brooks,
1: <laughs> but she is quite accomplished. Yes, and so you're you're saying that this last one is the the iconic Whoopi who transcends her film status, uh, and and is a in a way that Julia Roberts doesn't ever transcend her films. Whoopi does. Is that kind of what yeah, you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the
0: whoopee that goes and protests for LGBT rights and stuff like that, you know, like that whoopie that people look at and see her as like, oh, my goodness. She had as a as a black woman in America, she had every obstacle in her way and she still overcame them all and made a successful career, an incredibly successful and accomplished career like that, that that Whoopi Goldberg is the whoopee I'm talking about with my icon legend slash inspiration. <laughs> I couldn't think of which one to choose. I didn't know which one to choose, Icon, Legend, or Inspiration. So I just put all three. That's what this category is called. It's called the Icon, Legend, Inspiration, Whoopi Goldberg.
1: Yeah, I think it needs a better name. Uh, like like <laughs> we've seen before, you're not very good at naming things, but I'm on board with this category. <laughs> I think it works.
0: And so that is what I call the seven whoopies.
1: Okay. Well, that's, that's uh, both a ridiculous sort of way to look at someone, and also it works with Whoopi. It works really well.
0: Yeah. So, am I missing a Whoopi? Am I missing a Whoopi here?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think these seven categories could could be said to cover everything ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to have it down to like three, but it was just impossible with Whoopi. I was like, no, I can't do three. There's there's a totally different. This is a different branch of Whoopi Goldberg's tree. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean. There are some ways where you could collapse movies like *Ghost* and *Ginen* together, in sort of to to have the the magical Negro stereotype, but yeah, like sure. even, but if you collapse that down, it doesn't save you anything. Really, like it gets rid of the the nerd whoopee, but it just kind of creates a new category because the the character the dramedy... She plays in Ghost is nothing like the dramedy she plays in How Stella Got Her Groove Back, so that still needs to be on its own.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, so I think I think I did pretty good. I'm pretty proud of myself.
1: Proud of pat myself word, on though. the back for this.
0: <laughs> yeah. So okay, so 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 we have these seven Whoopies now we can use to discuss uh, the life and career of Whoopi Goldberg. So where would you like to start? What, what did you want to start talking about first when it comes to Whoopi?
1: I want to start with. Can, I just want to get it out of the way I want to talk about The Color Purple
0: Okay, let's do it The drama, Whoopi Goldberg Her, her introduction to the big screen
1: Yeah right? yeah. Was so, it her
0: first movie? I think it was her first big screen film Yeah, it totally was Oh no, she did one little one before that But whatever
1: It was, it was her first big film, that's fine It, it was Oprah's first big film So Hmm. So when did you see The Color Purple?
0: Ugh, I saw The Color Purple, like, so long ago that I don't really remember it, uh, except that it's, like, intense.
1: See, that's what I thought of it. I thought that I had seen The Color Purple many, many years ago, and and I sat down to rewatch it for this episode, and I went, nope, there's no way that I've seen this movie before. And I am... I think Whoopi Goldberg is excellent in it. I think that she, she plays uh, a really interesting character that if I only knew Whoopi in her later life, I would have never expected her to play the very meek, sullen, uh, quiet, traumatized woman that she plays so well. But the color purple, like watching the film, I felt racist the whole time I was watching it. And why is that? Because, because I know that Steven Spielberg was directing it, and it felt like it took this horrific set of circumstances that that these these women faced, and and it kind of Disneyfied them and made light of it. Hmm. In that, like the the whole idea of the color purple is that it's supposed to kind of show this this horrific set of circumstances in Georgia in the early 1900s and and it does that but it also at times plays kind of slapsticky comedy and you're clearly supposed to laugh at these moments but i felt like when i when I watch Schindler's List, I don't remember Schindler's List being like a, a laugh-em-up every few, few minutes about, oh, how wacky things were. It felt like a really serious take on a really serious issue. Whereas The Color Purple, it felt like there was really serious acting going on, and somebody had written a bunch of jokes in there to kind of relieve the tension throughout the film. Hmm. It's, and so it was It was a really strange film to watch because you're watching some excellent acting and the writing never lets you really appreciate that um, because you're always just unsettled by what seems like it's supposed to be a time for you and the audience to laugh.
0: Interesting. Wow. Well, I don't have that, that uh, clear of a memory of it because it was so long ago that I saw it. And I don't even think I was the primary person watching it either. I think it was like my brother and mother were watching it, and I was just in the room because I was a kid. Um, but uh, what – so it made you feel uncomfortable the whole time watching it? Now, is that a good thing? Like was it making you feel uncomfortable because you were being confronted with this or
1: – No, that's, that's the thing. I, I think that the the issue at hand was serious enough that – I, I didn't need to be I didn't need the comedy as a way into it I didn't, I didn't find that the comedy Was allowing me to experience The movie in a different way It was taking me out of the seriousness Of the movie and taking me away From Whoopi Playing an excellent Role Like it, You know jo- Jokey scenes where a woman Throws uh, She's throwing her dinner At the wall um and the the uh the mister played by Danny Glover has to get out of the way before he gets hit by it that doesn't that doesn't enhance the drama it it's meant as kind of a tension reliever or kind of a moment of comedy and it just takes me away from what's going on in the in the scene and the story that is not at all funny in, there is nothing about the story that i think should be funny and I felt like moments of comedy were pushed into it to make it a more acceptable movie for Spielberg. I don't know.
0: Hmm. Yeah. yeah so it was it a very it was like a Spiel- very strange. Yeah. Well, interesting. That is, because uh, I think back on that movie as an important like film, and I guess it really wasn't. Maybe it well,
1: was. Well, I think.
0: Maybe it was important for the time. Maybe maybe it broke ground for the time, like in the eighties, uh, where there was—I mean, not to say there's no racism now, of course, but that there was even more racism in the eighties, and so the comedy was necessary to make sure a, a white audience would even go see it.
1: And and I think that's right. I think I think that I'm so far removed from 1985 when. When the film was meant to live and it it just like we we tell whole dramas now all the time it's it's a very common uh genre but i think in order to tell a a period piece that explains how bad racism in the early 1900s was i i think that audiences would have a hard time watching that if it wasn't uh if it wasn't cut with comedy at times i guess and and there's part of me that says, good, it should be hard to watch. But at the same time, this is, you know, Hollywood and they do have to make money and they have to get people to see their films. And so I just found that it was really hard to remove myself from my context and put myself in in the 80s to watch this film.
0: hmm No, for sure. Yeah.
1: And it just made it, it made me, I, I thought that I was watching Whoopi Goldberg play an excellent role and just like blow blow us all away but every time i felt that i also was like oh come on do we have to have another disney scene and and so it's just this weird uh weird disconnect between the kind of story that was being told and the kind of character that i was watching
0: Uh, so it was was like both an exploration of african-american issues in america as well as an exploitation of it like it would it would make make light of it show some fun moments of like look at look at how cool black people are as well as make us actually think about the racial issues in America.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Well, I got to watch it again then. Okay, that's it. I'm watching it again. I'm watching it after this podcast. I think everyone listening should watch The Color Purple after this podcast. And don't feel bad. Steve has already felt bad for you.
1: And it's like a two and a half hour movie. It's long. Ooh, Spielberg. Come on, man.
0: Bring it in. More yeah. more Jurassic Parks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wow, so that's the that is the drama of Whoopi Goldberg, which I think and this is this is what I think is funny about Whoopi Goldberg, is that after that she kinda she did like uh she got into like this run of like comedy films, right? Mm-hmm. And this was where they tried to take comic relief Whoopi and make her the star of films, which didn't work very well. I don't think any I think I think like Jumpin' Jack Flash is the one I remember watching, uh, when I was young and it being like a fun movie with Whoopi Goldberg on this like chase adventure kind of thing. Um, and it was fun, but then like, she did like a series of not very good movies.
1: Yeah. Like I remember fatal beauty, uh, being yeah. like, I don't remember the film being good at all. And it just trying to, them trying to make Whoopi Goldberg the star leading role. And, and she didn't, she wasn't able to drive the film. I think, yeah. I think that was the big problem where Whoopi <laughs> wasn't able to drive, uh, films in, in, in the way that they were trying to push her to.
0: Yeah, they're trying to. It, it's like when they take stand-up comedians and give them their own sitcoms or something. Uh, it doesn't always work. Cause some stand-up comedians should not have sitcoms. Like just straight up, like that's not what they're good at. They should just do stand-up. Um, and not to say that Whoopi Goldberg shouldn't be in movies, but that the comedian Whoopi Goldberg uh, isn't uh, isn't the kind of character that runs a comedy
1: well and i mean and that's why i think ghost is such a a breakout interesting role for for whoopi right
0: yeah because that's that's where she they, they're they actually jumping back to comedy whoopi goldberg but as the comic relief which is the name of the show they used to run where <laughs> when she plays like the comic relief she's amazing but when she plays like the leading comedy character it's not as it's not as solid i guess i don't know i don't
1: know well and and, like, the thing is, like, in Ghost, Otome Brown, without Otome Brown, the entire story doesn't work. So Whoopi plays an integral role in that story as opposed to a more traditional comic relief character who is really just a meant-to-be comic relief.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because she's not just a comic relief. She is, like, the supporting character. She's the most—her it's her and Patrick Swayze is really what the movie's about.
1: Yeah, Demi Moore yep. is more secondary to Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Yeah, Demi Moore is just like the person that she's trying to get him back together with. You know, uh, I, I think she should have won leading lady in that film, but whatevs. Yeah, so like that 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 uh, that that sort of like run of like comedy movies, like Burglar. I do not even see Burglar. I don't even know what that is, <laughs> but I'm sure it wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, where they had her trying to like do these these comedy comedy movies. I think they succeeded much better when they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's Whoopi Goldberg is. Let's let's have her be this drama comedy Whoopi Goldberg, uh, and then had her in Rota May, And that sort of changed her career path, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not as if she she did a ton of films between Ghost and Sister Act. Like i, I didn't, I'm not sure she did anything uh, that was a major role.
0: No, it doesn't look like it
1: but it it seems like ghost is this really important moment for uh, understanding Whoopi as an actor, yeah where where she really starts to embrace some of the skills that she has as a comedian, but is able to put them into a more dramatic context when necessary like sister act
0: yeah I would- yeah, I would say it's the marriage of her of her comedy and drama roles that she did earlier like the comic relief whoopee and the drama the color purple kind of get married together into ghost which then paves the way for her to become not only this comedy drama at the same time actress but also this lovely family friendly actress that people can go and enjoy with the whole family like in Sister Act and stuff like that which came next I think. Am I right?
1: Yeah. Well and and you love Sister Act, right?
0: I love it. It's, it's got to be one of my, the best movies ever. Um, but because she did a cameo in House Party 2, <laughs> which is kid and play, uh, House Party, <laughs> 1980s rappers that did movies. Uh, I remember those movies fondly, not for good reasons. But uh, but she made a cameo in that as Whoopi Goldberg, and she didn't like. She was just like, I don't think she was a character. She was just in it because uh as like a hip-hop group from the 90s it's like yeah we want to have whoopi goldberg in our movie because that because she's like at this point she's already somewhat an icon to 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 people uh, because she's done so many great things already uh i just want to point that out that in the 90s she was already reaching iconic legend whoopi goldberg status she'd won an oscar okay (laughs) sorry continue though where were we where were we
1: so we got to we got to Sister Act. And so tell me why you love Sister Act so much. What do you love about Whoopi in that movie?
0: Uh Whoopi is this is again this is the the this is the family-friendly Whoopi Goldberg where she is being edgy but edgy enough for families to watch. Right. So not not like the not like swearing and not like uh what's the what's that joke that everyone tells the uh the that's all about getting really gross.
1: The aristocrat. You know what I'm talking
0: about? Yeah, it's not like the aristocrats. Comedian Whoopi Goldberg, where she gets she she'll be dirty and she'll swear and she'll whatever. It's like this this but but that. She's a nun who goes into a biker bar, and puts on like 1950s music and like dances with bikers. You know, like that's the kind of Whoopi Goldberg it is. That's how edgy she gets right um but it's this but as like a a kid watching that kind of whoopee goldberg that's awesome a nun in a bar whoa that's so edgy and it's like well there are a lot dirtier filthier things you can make nuns do in your imagination right so that's not really that edgy but but for family friendly audiences that is super just 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 like kind of rough enough uh and then you mix that in with the fact that she she sings and uh and is funny and is like a fish out of water in like the best way possible and just all of those things about her make that movie so great
1: yeah i mean i think maggie smith actually says it best in that movie when when she first meets Whoopi and she she's introduced to the plot and she's like no no no, no. Th- this is not a person that you can hide she's she's conspicuous and designed to stick out and I yeah. feel like that—that that is Whoopi Goldberg, kind of at her most iconic. You know, this this very loud, fun kind of has a little bit of a family friendly edge. I think you're right to her Whoopi. I think that's her.
0: Yeah, and and what I and I think uh, it's like the perfect kind of like let's take this really fun, uh, playful, loud character Whoopi Goldberg and confine her in a nun's habit and see what happens. And just that is fun. Like watching, like how she says grace uh, at the, at the nunnery thing. And she does this whole, like she just sort of like mashes together every prayer she remembers in this awkward, ridiculous thing, but kind of commits to it and is like super grumpy and unhappy about everything and wants some salt and all this sort of stuff. Like, like it's just, it's just this super it's just a funny, funny thing to see. And Whoopi is one of the few people that could have carried that off. Pulled that off.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like by putting Whoopi in a habit, what you've done is you've you've said, okay, we've got all this energy in this ball and we're gonna put it in as much the confined of space as we can and just see what kind of explosion happens. Yeah. And 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 you're right, Sister Act is one of the best comedies of the nineties for sure. It is mm-hmm. such a great movie.
0: And it is also like there is that racial element to it, which we can't ignore in Sister Act, where it's like a black woman in a, mon- a, a church full of white women, right? Which yeah. also adds to the fish out of waterness of it um, uh, because the 90s were still racist.
1: Well, and, and beyond that, the film also takes on religion in an really kind of interesting and novel way for the time period as well i mean the the movie and and Whoopi's role in that movie is doing a lot all at once that i'm not sure a lot of other actors could have gotten away with but certainly um certainly she was able to do expertly
0: yeah and go from a sinner to a to a saint no. In uh, to quote, um, uh, to quote that song, uh, by that 1990s singer, I'm a sm- I'm a lover, I'm a, bird, I'm a mother, I'm a sinner, I'm a saint. I'm not be ashamed. Uh, you know that song? Yeah, the Alanis but I just, Morissette but song. I just,
1: it's not. Or wait, Alice no, Morissette. no, wait, no, that's uh, <laughs> Meredith Brooks.
0: How dare you con- con- confuse Alanis Morissette with anyone else? <laughs> Alanis Morissette's my new favorite singer Okay um, So the Sister Act Whoopi is great And then there was Sister Act 2 Which I know got 7% on Rotten Tomatoes And everybody hates that film I still love it But I love it because Whoopi Goldberg is awesome Like That's that's one of my favorite. That's, that's my I think favorite Whoopi Is Sister Act Whoopi Which is why Sister Act 2 was still an enjoyable film for me
1: What, what I like about Sister Act 2 Is that they said We're, We have to make a sequel I guess we're gonna have to do something different, and they did, like they they told mm-hmm. a different kind of story, uh, which which is not what you do with a sequel. And so that was the impressive thing about it. I did miss uh, Harvey Keitel coming off of uh, what was it, Pulp Fiction and Bad Lieutenant.
0: <laughs> yeah, Harvey Keitel. We we could talk about him too, but let's not let's not let's stay on because Harvey Keitel has a very interesting career as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like that's that's like. The whoopee that I uh, that I love and I think was most introduced to.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, I was probably first introduced to the the uh, the Lion King Whoopi. That would be my guess because nineteen ninety four. Mm-hmm. That makes no, no. I guess Star yeah. Trek. One one or the Star- other, but
0: yeah, Star Trek or 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 Lion King, yeah
1: yeah and I mean the, the it's such an interesting break between those two where you you see her play the bartender in in the next generation or you see her play a crazy hyena in The Lion King. they're very different roles hmm but i think I, I think that both of those introductions kind of really informed for me for a long time what I imagined Whoopi Goldberg to be. I'm like, oh well, she's a super serious, mysterious character who can also, you know, laugh him up and be ridiculous and silly. and
0: <laughs> Not a bad definition of Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, I remember the Lion King Whoopi, but I, I also remember hardly even noticing that it, but like knowing it was Whoopi Goldberg, but not really thinking anything of it. You know, like it was just like the voice of the hyena, like she is the hyena voice. That Mufaza, say it again. <laughs> you know, like that yeah, that Mufasa, yeah. uh, Mufaza, 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 like that that Whoopi Goldberg uh is just such a just i, I don't know. I, I never even really considered it Whoopi Goldberg, even though I clearly knew it was Whoopi Goldberg. Hmm. If that makes sense.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I can I can I can see what you're saying with that. I so so Gynan. Let's talk about Gyynan. Oh let's Nerd talk
0: about Gynen nerd Whoopi. Uh this is your favorite whoopee
1: Well, it's hard not to. I mean, she is she is uh, every scene that she's in 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 that show, you you enjoy watching her. She's she has such fun with the role playing this, you know, very strange bartender who who knows Jean-Luc Picard super intimately, who has a very very, she. You know what? She was a better empath than Deanna Troy. That's what I. think Oh,
0: y- pff, yes, definitely. She was much, more, and and she was just much more intuitive and connected with people and understood them better than Deanna Troy ever did.
1: Yeah, like I'm. She really served that kind of role expertly to the point where I don't know if you need Deanna Troy.
0: <laughs> I think if you took Deanna Troy out of Star Trek: The Next Generation, it would be fine. Yeah, all, all, and you'd also lose the weird like Riker, Wharf Deanna Troy love triangle, which would also be fine.
1: That's true, and you wouldn't have uh, uh, the the Troy family showing up ever. Man, this this is gets better and better. And then you could have Guinan's family show up.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. If you replace the Troy family with Guinan's family, that would be worth it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like Deanna Troy's mom. Okay, anyway, sorry, Star Trek. whoopee, continue.
1: So Well, um, I mean, what did you think of Star Trek Whoopi? I mean, I know I'm singing, singing how awesome she is, but...
0: I Every time Star Trek Whoopi showed up in Star Trek, I would always be pleasantly surprised that Whoopi Goldberg's in Star Trek. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, she was in it to the point that it was like <laughs> I could forget about her being in it. And then all of a sudden she's on screen and I go like, oh yeah, Whoopi's in this. And like... Be happy every time I saw her in Star Trek. That's the Star Trek Whoopi Goldberg to me is this character, this person playing a character that I love that I can easily forget about. Because when I turn on Star Trek, the first thing I think of is like Jean-Luc Picard and exploring space and the crew on the bridge. I never think of Whoopi. And then all of a sudden they're in 10 forward and Whoopi shows up and I go like, oh yeah, Whoopi's going to save the day. You know, (laughs) like I get really happy
1: she she's she's great as a char- character who who doesn't who you don't expect yeah i think that that's that's the right way to put her i guess so, sometimes similarly to the way q shows up um, not in the first first year uh, episode but like when q showed up you're always like oh cool a q episode you know it was yeah. oh cool a an episode like that that it, it was always so so much fun
0: Yeah, or it was like, oh, Guinan's in this episode is how I would always think of it. It was never like, it's a Guinan episode. Because rarely was she the main story of one of the the episodes. You know, like maybe what, like maybe four or five episodes that where she's like, it's her story. Yeah. You know, and even then, like one of them is when they meet Mark Twain and she happens to be on Earth like hundreds of years ago. Which they never explain, question mark? Do they ever explain that?
1: No. They never they like that was the great thing about her characters. They never explained almost anything about her. They kept her ambiguous. They kept her her knowledge and maybe superpowers vague, so that it was always it was always just this thing that sat in the background. And so when she showed up. You know, it could be that she was going to do something cool, or it could be that she was just going to, you know, offer Jean Luc the piece of advice that he needed to, you know, solve the mystery of the week.
0: Yeah, what did you call it? The stereotypical term for it, the uh, the
1: magical Negro.
0: That's it. Yeah, the magical Negro, which is uh, un- uh, which is what she plays in Star Trek. We can be honest.
1: Well, except the the thing that I I I like about it is is. Is that it feels like there's more to her character there, as opposed to, I guess, Oda Mae Brown in Ghost, who feels like she's the character, the stereotype more, and and she doesn't she doesn't very she doesn't wholly escape that. Um, whereas Guinan, you you get the impression that there is an entire world that this woman has lived in before she was ever on screen and and before we ever met her.
0: Totally, totally, I yeah. I agree with that almost one hundred percent. Well, I'm going to say I agree with it one hundred percent. Let's just agree with it one hundred percent. Why? Why almost? Why do almost here? Okay, so we've covered the five uh, Whoopi Goldbergs that we see in television and film. Unless you wanted to say more about Star Trek, guy. No,
1: no, I I don't.
0: Because so those are the five, and and unfortunately that that brings us to the Whoopi Goldberg that you hate.
1: Oh god, do I hate this Whoopi.
0: The talk show host personality, Whoopi Goldberg. Which is Whoopi Goldberg taking on what I think has been called and what I would also agree to call a Pope job, where she's now just in this gig until she wants to leave it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. And and it seems like she's having fun with it. Like it it's not as if Whoopi is doing uh the today to not the view because she she needs the money I think yeah i, I guess think she not. legitimately she i think she just enjoys you know talking whatever's going on in uh yeah
0: whatever's going on in the world and she's had like some controversies on the show and like you know said things that people disagreed with and taken sides opposite the other hosts and everything so she's kind of like you know stirring it up still but I think it's it's one of those things that's like I mean, I can't watch the view, but it's not because of Whoopi. You yeah. Know? Like Whoopi's not what's keeping me from watching the view. If anything, Whoopi's the only reason I might watch the view. You know, because I like Whoopi Goldberg. The other people on that show, I do not care for at all. <laughs> uh yeah.
1: Like let's be honest, the view is not aimed towards you and I as audience members.
0: <laughs> Clearly not. Yeah, we are not their demographic.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if we happen to tune in, they would be confused and not understand what to do with those ratings. Like they're not going to change who they're they're advertising to. So I don't think that 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 it works uh, for for us. And so I, like I don't feel bad that I don't like this Whoopi, but. I miss Whoopi is, I guess, the the thing, you know.
0: Yeah, you miss the Whoopi that we like, yeah. But maybe, like, you know, that Whoopi's gone. You know, she's just, she, she grew up. She didn't want to do that kind of stuff anymore. And so she found this gig where she goes in for a couple hours every morning and talks about stuff with some dumb ladies, you know. And then it, it, it provides her the opportunity to still stay in the public eye and promote her uh, marijuana products for uh, menstruation.
1: Yeah, you know what? I do really miss other Whoopi.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Me too. But I'm, I'm glad she's still, you know, she's found a place to chill. You know, she's just chilling now. She's not working. She's hardly working.
1: Yeah, she had a long career. I would like if she had some sort of cameo in the new Star Trek. And beyond that, I'm happy. Like. Yeah, I think I yeah, think it would be, be nice. great if she was there for just half a scene. Casually saw her, and then you know she went off into the view sunset.
0: Yeah, well, that'd be nice.
1: Yeah, because she has had an impressive career,
0: and and this is what uh, this is where that seventh Whoopi is important—the icon, legend, inspiration—that is Whoopi Goldberg. Because um, something I, I we didn't even talk about really, we just mentioned was the Oscar hosting thing, right? So so she was like the second black woman to win an Oscar for acting. Uh, She was the first black woman to host the Oscars. And not only that, but the first woman to host Solo for the Oscars. Hmm. Before then, no woman had ever hosted the Oscars as the host. They'd been had co-hosts and stuff, but she was the first woman to ever host the Oscars as as just one woman hosting the Oscars, which is, I think, incredible. I think that's and I think uh, when you look at it, it's like, of course she is. She's Whoopi Goldberg. She is the Billy Crystal of acting. (laughs) Ignore that bad comparison Um, She is an incredible uh, performer And could totally host the Oscars And hold that entire room full of actors Because everyone who looks at Whoopi Goldberg Has to say Man, I respect her for something Right. Uh, Whether you're an actor, a dramatic actor, you have to respect her for her work as a dramatic actor. If you're a comedian, you have to respect Whoopi for her work as a comedian. If you do, if you're if you're like a nerd, you're going to respect Whoopi because she's totally like your your Guinan, you know. So like everyone, everyone has some reason to respect who Whoopi Goldberg is. And they're not all the same reason, which is something that I think when I was thinking about Whoopi is the most fascinating part of her.
1: Yeah, well, and I mean, she had a short-lived talk show uh, in a late-night talk show in the early '90s, which
0: oh yeah, she did.
1: <laughs> like I'm sure that was that was actually quite stunning at the time, you know, early '90s uh, to have her in that role. I I mean, she it is undeniable that Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, is is an icon and has has had has a has had a dramatic impact on Hollywood as a whole
0: yeah I know she's in she's incroyable I mean in the way in the way that Julia Roberts is is Julia Roberts and that's all she is is Julia Roberts but she's incredible at it Whoopi Goldberg is so many other things and she's incredible at all of them
1: yeah, well, and it's it,
0: well. I mean, talk show host, view host. Who knows if she's incredible at it? But I'm sure she's incredible at it.
1: <laughs> well, and and with Whoopi Goldberg, much like Nicolas Cage, much like someone like Julia Roberts, there is no one who is mimicking her. You know, there isn't another Whoopi. It's not. It's not as if she is a. Um, she led to a bunch of lookalikes or sound alike. Because no one could like that was <laughs> really hard to do. She she danced. She 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 juggled a bunch of different balls all at once expertly, and I don't think anyone could ever be Whoopi other than her.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a wonderful way to wrap up Whoopi Goldberg.
1: I think so too. Uh,
0: that is uh, that's actually this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for talking about Whoopi Goldberg with me. I know you were reluctant to talk about Whoopi Goldberg as a profile, but I'm glad you agreed because, as I told you, there are uh, she is incredible.
1: The seven faces of Whoopi.
0: I like to just say the seven Whoopies, but okay, the seven faces of Whoopi. <laughs> <laughs>